Hello, everyone. Welcome to Gen O. Today we have a、um, special guest. I'm talking to Zishun, and we're going to be、uh, talking about his、uh, master's thesis from when he was、um, in school. I think this was a few years ago, right, Zishun? Yeah.、Um, and、uh, well, first, do you want to, you know, say hello and introduce yourself? Yeah, hi everyone. My name is Jason. I'm an organizer at Chinese Staff and Workers Association in Manhattan Chinatown, and I've also been part of the United Women campaign to end the 24-hour workdays. Great. So you shared with with some of us your、uh, writing when you were in school a few years ago, and、um, it's titled "To Save Time." Labor's fight for the control of work hours, and it's something that we've been able to discuss together in Youth Against Sweatshops. And what do you want to share with people? What you know, what your writing was about, and why you wrote it? Sure. So at that time,、uh, a few years ago, I was a master pursuing my master degree at CUNY, the city of New York, at Murphy Institute. Now it's called a School of Labor and Urban Studies. So at that time, while I was pursuing the the, the master degree there, I got in touch、well, with different organizations and different campaigns, and then including the Another Woman. And you know, around that same time, I was starting doing volunteers volunteer at Chinese Staff and Workers Association. There's something missing in when I in school. I found out because in in the school. In the, in the in classes, we you know talk about the union and labor movements, but very rarely、uh, do we touch on you know the the some of the questions you know why the 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 goals that working people pursue over a hundred years ago, such as the eight hour day, is no longer the 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 focus nowadays. People might easily say, oh, because there is、uh, legislation already in the nineteen forties that achieved that to put the forty hour work week in into law. But when you read the the law. I mean, look at it, and also, you know, during many of our daily struggles, we we see that the forty-hour work week is not、uh, real. You know, it's only on paper, right? Because the boss can easily, you know, demand that that you work over for forty-hour work week, and、uh, there's no limits. You know, there's no limits of how many hours. You know, upper limits how how many hours you can work. Uh, a week, so pretty much the boss can force you to work twenty four seven, work you to to death, you know, and and that's totally fine in the United States. So it's not that the labor has achieved that goal, right? And and actually, in the twentieth century, in the second half of twentieth century, the working hours in general has actually increased. There has been have been books, you know, written about it, and it cut across industries, right? Whether、uh, you work in the low wage job or In the office job, people all have this same concern. And why? Why is that, right? And the the classes I took, unfortunately, didn't didn't give me the answer. At best, they would say, "Well, it's because of the decline of the of the labor movement and all the you know the anti the union busting, ah,、uh, kind of tendency, you know, since the since the eighties." So that's been the answer, but there has no no answer, right? To say then then what then what we should do. At best, people would say, "Oh, you know, save the union, right?" Because That's the, that's the kind of dominating, you know, form of of labor organizing. But as I I got in touch, you know, with the community organizations, you know, and another woman campaign, I found out that yeah, actually there are, 
lots of different ways of, of organizing. And, and usually the union has not been the most forefront nowadays in trying to fight for the control of time. As opposed to, you know, over 100 years ago, actually that demand has been the center, you know, of the labor movement. And not to mention that, you know, because of that, actually the May Day, right, that we, we all know nowadays, May Day actually originated, you know, from from the U.S. labor movement at that time and with that the demand, you know, the control of time. So that's what, what kind of, you know, give me that urge, right, to, to say, you know, we should, we should find a way to, to really try to reclaim that, right, and, and especially now that working class is so fractured. So we need, really need a demand that to bring people together. Yeah, I mean, I think what you're talking about, looking for these answers, right, when you're in school, and I think it's actually something even those of us who are not, you know, in labor studies or something also is kind of encountering, right, something that came up when we had our chat with, when I had my chat with um, Samantha and Yolanda on the previous episode, we kept coming up, you know, and there's parts that we, you know, we had a longer conversation around it. And we kind of kept coming up on this sort of idea that, well, you know, it's very, you know, living in New York is, is very expensive. Right. And, and a lot of times our jobs doesn't, you know, pay us enough to actually, you know, survive or have, you know, decent quality of life. And so, you know, it's hard to convince people to work less, right. That's sort of how this idea is interpreted, right. Of saying that we should have control over our time. I think your paper does a really good job at sort of, sort of kind of laying out the, you know, what kind of is beneath the surface, right. Of why this, uh, why the more that we work, right. And the more that uh, we allow ourselves, like the bosses to uh, force us to work longer and longer hours actually makes us poor. Do you want to go into that? in a little bit more depth. Sure. Because you when you look at like the how the you know it's actually the very you know simple question, right? Like how, how profit is made, right? In 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 the in the society. And it's actually about the 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 work that the, the workers put in, right, for to to generate the profit for the boss. And you know the 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 labor they you know they work each day, right, certain amount of, of hours to 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 earn you know their their self sufficiency right they produce food and they produce you know the goods and provide the services they perform the labor and then they they should get they should get what they what they deserve right what they what their labor are supposed to 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 be worth but then where the profit comes from right the boss you know the bosses don't work right they 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 own the the, the means of production so you know then 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 this this very this extra kind of labor that that the workers put into to just for the boss it's not for themselves and the boss generate the profit from the workers free labor and how do they calculate the free labor is from the from the time that they put in so you know the workers work certain amount of hours for themselves but then they also have to work extra hours for the boss, if if they don't do that, then then the boss cannot make a make a profit. Then they wouldn't hire the, the workers to 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 do that. So that's you know how the society basically function, right? The, the profit is not because of the, the boss, you know, how smart or how how innovative they are, but the profit actually generated, you know, from the from the workers' labor. And so my my paper kind of in, you know start with touching on that, right? That's kind of set the framework of actually everything to come afterwards like the you know in the in the labor movement why the workers you know in the 19th century they see so clearly that the boss actually benefited you know from from their labor you know from from the exploitation you know to generate you know this kind of extra amount of hours of work 
So and then they see it, it just go getting worse and worse. So they they were able to to come out, you know, uh, across industry, across races, you know, to say, you know, we need to control up our time and need to. At that time, like you know, people working like fourteen, sixteen hours. So they try to demand to decrease the hour, and then with the the slogan like the eight hour, you know, the, the you know the fight for the eight hour workday. So that's how it how it comes. And then I in the paper I kind of trace you know the the history a little bit from there to to show that you know at one point it was so big, but then afterwards because the the, the those in the labor movement right the unions and those activists at that time they. You know they they kind of compromise on on the on the goal right uh, to say, well it's okay you know for the boss to to have us work longer hours but they need to pay us a little more so so that's how how actually it turns and then it, it that explain you know why in the forties there's this law you know mandate the forty hour work week but that doesn't actually exist and and since then we can see the trend right the working hours are getting longer but at the same time you know like like if, if we think about it in, in like, like Sarah, what you mentioned earlier, right? Okay, so if uh, people working more hours, they're supposed to be getting richer, right? But that's not the case. And just compare, right, with our previous generations in the 60s and 70s, we, we heard that they, was, they, they would say actually the cost of living, right? And, 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 the, and the real income actually at that time was higher. If you, if you work a summer job, that summer job can, can help you pay your, cover your rents for, for the whole semester, you know, of this coming school semester. So that's like, like, you know, we can't even imagine that like in today's society. But at the same time, we're working longer hours. How come? Right. Is, is, it, is it that we are, our labor is actually cheaper? But actually our productivity has, has, has increased, you know, with the technology and, and everything. We're supposed to know better nowadays. We're supposed to, you know, be, be more skillful, you know, in, in doing everything. But actually our labor getting getting cheaper and we actually get, get paying, paying less. Why? It's not the answer. It's not not in the, the the wage increase because the the wage has been increasing, you know, for the for the past you know decades. It's not like the, the boss don't 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 pay us more in number, you know, nowadays as compared to a few decades later. But actually, because the boss actually you know know that they can force us to work longer hours, so they pay us less. They can pay us less in 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 every hour, you know. I'm not talking about the number, right? I'm talking about the the, the real income why the real income has decreased. It's not because of the number. It's because we, the, the boss forced us to work longer hours to survive, right? Because the, 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 the boss, you know, while they, they try to, you know, extract more profit from our labor, they also, you know, want to guarantee that we can come back the next day to work. So that's always the case. So in, in this sense, you know, yeah, they, they, they still try to pay us the same or similar amounts of the real income while have forcing us to work longer hours. And like I said earlier, right, the work, the, the more we work, actually the more profit we generate for the, for the boss. So in the end, actually, you know, that explains why the, 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 the wealth constant, you know, concentrates more and more to the 1% and the, and the wealth inequality increased so much in the past few decades. It has a direct connection with the working hours. Uh, so that's also the kind of point I try to make in, in my paper, in the second half of the paper. I think that's, I mean, we see it a lot, even in our, you know, organizing around the NI Women campaign, right? A lot of people saying like, well, you know, it would be okay if the workers are paid for all 24 hours, right, of work instead of, you know, eliminating, we are calling for the elimination of the, the, the 24 hour workday. Or, you know, there's a lot of calls out there, you know, to say, oh, home attendance problem is they're not 
paid enough, right? This is important work. So, you know, they should be compensated, you know, better, you know, so I think, you know, what you're saying about, you know, just, you know, like, I guess I'm saying we, we see that a lot in, you know, even our current demands, right, that we really focus on just higher pay or higher wages, right? And you, or even, you know, you're saying like the, because our real income, right, versus just the, the you know, the amount of wages we get per hour, right? And so we have fights like, you know, to, you know, even like Medicare for all, you know, a lot of our wages go to insurance companies, right, or to pay for healthcare, etc. But I think you're also making the case that, you know, uh, that these things are also not enough, right? Um, just to say that we should, you know, have higher pay and, you know, lower, lower the various costs that, that make life so expensive, right? And I think this part of your, your paper, I want to read it, it says, um, to workers to fight for the determination of the working day is to fight for control of their labor and the wealth they produce. It is a demand that can unite workers across trades, regardless of identities, and it is fundamentally it is to fundamentally challenge the order of the system, market and profits. Thus, it can easily become a serious political challenge to the ruling capitalists. Do you want, I mean, you know, I think you've been saying this, but speak a little bit more to why, you know, fighting for control to determine the working day is different from these other, you know, fights that, that we see today. Mm-hmm. I mean, nowadays, the, in, in the labor movement, right, I think, I think it's pretty unfortunate that the, uh, the fight to get the minimum wage increase become like the, 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 the focus, the central focus, right? And of course, you know, we are not against wage increase, right? But wage increase is a very kind of defensive demand. It's because like, oh, you know, people have, don't have enough money, so let's let's pay them more. That's the kind of mindset, and and of course, I think people when they hear about the home attendance fights, right? They oh, the the twenty four hours only get paid half of them, and I think many people's first reaction will be then okay, then then they should get paid all of them. But uh, you know, we have been highlighting the the hours, right? The the twenty four hours and twenty four hour workdays is a very extreme example of how how far the 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 employers can push the workers to work and you know like i said earlier there's no actually no high no no upper limits of work hours and uh, and in in this instance it's pretty clear that the, the insurance companies and the home care agencies have have benefited greatly you know from the from the home attendance work so if we say like you know then we say 5 for 15 or we support the, the minimum wage increase but for for the home care workers you know there are a lot of reasons to say this is not enough or you know that's that, that doesn't really help that they, you know, they have been like getting the, the $15 minimum wage from actually, you know, they have, they, they have their union, right? SEIU 1199, they have been actually at the forefront to fight for the, the, the 15 minimum wage increase. But, you know, we say, uh, yeah, half of them are not, are not pay or, or, or recognized. And when we, you know, when we talk to people like, you know, so it's so ridiculous about the 24 hour workday, people will still say, Oh, you know, at night, you know, it makes sense because the patient, you know, they, they some of them can sleep or, or, or it's not that difficult, you know, or, you know, oh, you can, you can sleep too or something like that. So they, you know, people will try to find like a justification to try to, you know, devalue their labor to, or, or, or to say, oh, what, what you do is, is not, not the labor, right? So that's actually the bigger problem. But also for them, it's also the, the health, right? The, the long hours of work has really damage their health and uh, you know no, no matter how, how 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 much more money they get paid that that they can't really buy back you know their, their health 
or the you know the family relations. So there's so so much more to to just like like getting paid because if we just like fight for the only for the better pay, then then it's as if to say okay, if if the boss pay you a little more money, then then you 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 can be satisfied, you know, continue to being the the, the wage slave. Right, and the fight for you know the fight for the minimum wage increase, you know, like I said earlier, it's very defensive uh, fights because you know when you when you get the 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 wage increase, right, the boss can also find so many other ways to to take it back, or they increase you know some other stuff, right, the rents maybe you know even in, increase even more, food prices, you know everything, and so end up actually people getting getting less if we don't you know. Thing beyond, you know, just like like fighting for the for the wage increase. So the hours, right, and also you know because like nowadays uh, some people also are talking about fight for uh, the living wage. Uh, living wage means that the boss need to pay pay people enough uh, for them to to live. But you know, actually, the boss have been doing that. The boss have been you know pay you enough so that you can come back to work the you know the next day. Make sure that you know you you you're still able to work the the next day. So you know, like like the living wage itself is 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 already happening in 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 the sense. But the fact that the boss able to push people to work longer hours means that every hour they work, the boss can pay them pay them less because the boss can you know pay you the same amount to to guarantee that you can survive, right? Then working for ten hours or working versus working for 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 fourteen hours or sixteen hours, they get paid the same. Then each hour they work, they labor actually devalue. So the five for living living wage actually actually is is fundamentally flawed. You know, without like addressing that the the problem of the hours. Actually, the hours determine what the living wage you know should be. So if people you know fight to control their time, actually they get they 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 get their pay higher. You know, each hour. So so that way actually able to to drive the 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 wage increase in the in the long term. So that's not what the boss want to see. You know, the boss would try to you know fool the working people, right? Okay, I pay you a little more, but then at the same time they will take it back or 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 actually make it make it so worthless. Then in the end, people will still suffer the, the more, right? Because ultimately the boss motive is to is to get more profit, and how do they do that, right? Is to force people to work long hours. We see. I mean, I think what you're, you know, also what came up um, in our previous conversation. We see it especially in, you know, like professional fields, right? Or a lot of the kind of work, the industries that we, you know, as students or as, you know, yeah, I guess students, what we are tr- being trained for, right? Anyway, that was part of the conversation to say, like, you know, and I think you do see it a lot, right? It's endless hours, right? The idea is you're being compensated a bit more, but, you know, you know, in exchange, right? Facing very long hours of, of, you know, your work week. But I think also similar to a lot of the, you know, home attendants and other, you know, even in low wages, right? A lot of employers, you know, bosses get to, what we see at our worker center, right? Like they get to break the law, you know, it's, you know, it doesn't matter that this, these overtime laws exist, right? For some amount of pay, you know, they will, you know, demand 60 hours, 70 hours, 80 hours of, of, of work. I want to also like have you talk a little bit more about, you say the second part of your, your paper, you go into sort of why the, this fight has been sort of, you know, abandoned by our labor movement. Right. And kind of what has happened, uh, you know, after or uh, when there was a much more uh, vibrant fight for the eight hour workday. Mm, can you talk about that? <laughs> more? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I'm mean, looking back at the paper. I, I, I wrote this a, a few years ago, right? So if I'm to write it now, then I'll probably write a little, a, a little differently. But at that time, because uh, my main, my main focus, right, or, or my, my concern or feeling about the, the, the field of, of labor studies is how the, 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 the academia, right, try to the, the criticism of the labor movement. Uh, usually, they focus on you know the, the when they talk about the union. I mean, everybody probably can can agree with you that the the union, you know, is not doing a good job in in, in organizing workers. But their main theory is is just that the late the, the unions have not done enough, or you know, because of the bureaucracy and and and, and everything, they 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 and then they say, oh, they need to find find some new ways to to reach out to to those who are not organized. But deep down, they still think, oh, union is the best that you can that you can get. You, you should just reform it, you know, make it more more democratic. So in response to that, I, I was raising the actually actually the the problem is political because they, they kind of give up the, the fights that have made the labor so strong, you know, in the past and, and able to to bring working people together, especially then as now, a lot of division, right? Racism happening. So, you know, the, the, the demand actually is very crucial, right, to, to make it political so that you to bring the bring people together as a, as a class. But then the union at that time, you know, they, they kind of give that up. But now, I'm, if, if I'm to, to, to write now, I would try to emphasize more, you know, on this is actually a, a systemic issue, right? That the system have been trying to divide the working class so that it benefit those who, who have been ruling, right? Continue with exploitation, you know, it's the capitalists, right? They, 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 that's, that, that's how they would do it. If, if all the workers, they unite and, 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 and fight back, then... You know, then, 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 then they'll create a new society, right? But in order to, to stop that and, and, and to maintain exploitation, the bosses will have to, you know, try to divide the workers. So it kind of reflects in this, right? That, that you have the organized labor, you know, coming out. But then what they're what they going to do, you know, to, to kind of, you know, make, make some like economic incentive and, 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 and shut them up. And this is like, you know, reflects on the, on the mentality of, of the, the fighting for the wage increase. And, you know, and, and Sarah, you mentioned earlier about like, the, you know, whether you're in an office job, in a, in a school or in a, in a low wage job, people kind of face the same, same problem. But then people kind of focus on different things, right? Because of how the system make the working class fragmented to make them see that they have different goals. And the union kind of play into that as well, because union is, is trade-oriented, right? They, call, they care about their own trade or they even care about just their own shop. So they focus on the, the contract negotiation and, and at best they're able to like, like get, get one shop or two shops, you know, that un, under the union to, to maybe have some, you know, a little better condition. But then meanwhile, like, like you have other, you know, workers probably in, in, in different races or, or with different uh, immigra- immigration status, you know, then, then the boss can use that pit against the, the unionized workers. So that's like politically, you know, how the, how the boss kind of follow the, 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 the direction of the bosses, right? Then the boss will say, oh yeah, look at these, you know, Im- Im- you know immigrant workers, they come to, to steal a job, they were willing to work longer hours and, and stuff like that. And the union was not able to, to respond to that. They've become very defensive, you know, they kind of say, try to keep their, their, their better pay jobs, you know. So that's like the, the kind of bigger picture, you know, behind, behind this. But, you know, it relates to what we talk, discussed earlier about some of the, the current demands, right? The minimum wage increase. Because the minimum wage increase, you know, it, it is why we say it's a reaction, you know, only, 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 a re, only, only in reaction to what's going on and, and, and actually go into this kind of mindset is because the minimum wage increase benefits only a layer, you know, of the, of the workers. 
it's those who have been earning the minimum wage. Because uh, like we discussed earlier, right, a lot of workers, they have earned below minimum wage. You know, there's a lot of wage steps, you know, going on. People have not, many people have not been paid minimum wage. So minimum wage increase doesn't mean much to them. The boss have not been paying you minimum wage. Now minimum wage increase. Why should the boss pay you more? You know, so, so that, that, you know, the, those who get paid below minimum wage are not benefited from the minimum wage increase. And the other group of workers is, of course, those who have been paid, you know, higher than the minimum wage. At best, they would, they would be sympathetic, right, to, them, to, 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 to the workers, you know, earning minimum wage. They would say, oh, yeah, it's good. It's good for them. But not, it's not for us. You know, we have been paying pay more than minimum wage. So the, the, the kind of cur the current demand of the minimum wage, you know, it's, it's only benefiting a, 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 a layer of the workers. And with all the flaws that we have been talking earlier, you know, so, you know, then it's, it's not really like, you know, help advancing the, the interest as a class because, you know, people don't see that they have the same interests, right, in, in fighting for the minimum wage increase versus, you know, fighting for the, the control, you know, of the working hours. It's actually cut across, right, like, like, like you mentioned earlier. But because like in the, in the labor movement, you know, that they only focus on, you know, certain trades or, only, you know, only focus on the economic interests, but not the political demand. So they only think about, you know, only getting a pay a little more, right? Whatever, whatever works, you know, you pay me a little more, then, then it's okay. So that's been the message that the labor have sent to the, to, to the bosses. So that the boss, of course, they kind of use that minimum wage increase. And nowadays, you know, even like the progressive, right? You know, for those who have been maintaining this kind of long hour system, like, like the Governor Cuomo uh, of New York State, who have been, you know, who knows the 24 hours exist. He has no problem, you know, passing the, the law to increase minimum wage. But at the same time, he, he doesn't try to fight wage debt or he doesn't, you know, really try to end the long hours, end the 24-hour workday. So that's pretty telling, right? And, and it's the progressive like this that, the, that the, the, nowadays the unions are, are rallying behind. So it's really, you know, sad, right? <laughs> to kind of think like, oh, yeah, the, 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 the big union, you know, the, the you know, like mainstream and, 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 and they try to paint the picture, right? Oh, these, these unions are representing the, the interests of the workers. But in reality, they, they have been, they have, you know, sold out, you know, long ago in, in, in this, you know, demand that's supposed to, you know, bring the workers together. And now they only focus on the small, the small fights and really, you know, losing the bigger fights. So that actually, you know, in turn, you know, hurt, you know, their, their unionization rates and, and, and their, their union, union drive. And, you know, that's, that's really like unfortunate nowadays, but, you know, I don't want to like paint the picture like, oh, you know, that nothing, nothing can be done, right? Because like nowadays, you know, a lot of workers, you know, coming out, you know, cross trades, right? To fight against the long hours. Like the home attendant, right? They, they came out and, and get a lot of support, you know, to end the 24 hour workday. And, uh, you know, we just had a very successful rally on, on, on March 8th, where the home attendants and many like supporters, you know, came out, you know, support the legislation to stop the 24 hour workdays. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it kind of, it kind of shows, right? People actually, you know, it actually able to bring people together to really fight against this very extreme example. But people also, you know, able to see the connection, right? Like the young people and people from other trades come out in support and to see, you know, yeah, that we should really uh, push this forward and really change the narrative in this society, right? That, oh, long hours is good. Actually, you know, the, what's good is that we have the control, you know, of our time. And that means the control of our labor and our lives.
I think that's a good place to to end this. I think um, on a on a good note. Is there anything you want to add? Well, you know, I think you know, like like nowadays we've been talking about you know progressive, you know, labor movement. Very important is is like you know think about what what kind of demand that that unified the class, right? You know, as as the working class to you know see our our interests, you know, across the boundaries, and that's the very kind of you know only way you know forward to be proactive and 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 try to you know save us you know from this. Continuous, you know, decline, you know, of 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 labor movement. So, you know, we have been saying, right, you know, yeah, we we are we are trying to reclaim what what the labor had been fighting for over a century ago, you know, for the control of of, of time. But we also say, you know, it's it's a new labor movement, you know, compared to the 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 old one, who you know, which has you know just been reacting to to what the system imposes. So you know we welcome you know everyone to come come check check us out and also join the fight you know whether you know no matter what what trade you know you are in I think I think it also speak to to your interests otherwise you know like simply we have we have we have no lives you know all all our our time is devoted to 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 work you know and to to really you know profit you know for the for the boss so. You know, that's we hope everyone you know to come out and 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 take take up this demand. Yeah, I think we, you know, another thing that you talk about in your paper that we didn't really go into today is also the sort of the connection between you know not having not you know the the underwork right. So you know, not having enough work to you know pay the bills, etc., being unemployed. That sort of relationship to the over overwork, right? And how you know, so we have these sort of two kind of seemingly different problems. I want to say that for another time, but I think that's also important because I think you know many people might be thinking that, right? Well, you know, we talk about the demands that that unite, right? But you know, how does it unite, or how can we unite if you know the what I'm dealing with is you know this other. Sort of aspect of this problem, right, or this other side of this problem. But I, I thought that we ended on a good, good sort of like note. So maybe we can continue that conversation another time. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna end here. And like Zisha said, get in touch with Youth Against Sweatshops, and we want to hear, yeah, your thoughts and what what you have to say. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. <laughs>